0: Listen.
1: The world is talking. The
0: world is talking.
1: World Talk Radio I want to invite you to listen
0: to the Sharon Klein Hour. The Power of Water, Global Warming, and Your Health. It is so important that you understand that this show is dedicated and the people who take time away from their lives to participate in your health and being proactive about the concerns of dry air and what's happening to the hydration of your health, the body, and the mind. The moment you were born, you entered in the air you breathe and began a life, that miracle, that moment, that spirit. Your face began. But you started something called the beginning of life to the end moisture loss every moment of the day because you're not in that water bag any longer you're living on this earth with the earth the earth has to have moisture in the air to breathe and live the moisture that you don't see the rains come down pull the moisture out of the air but when the rain stops there's moisture in the air hopefully it's healthy moisture your body must absorb that moisture from the outside of the body all day long something to be learning here that around the world that people are living without safe water. They can't have anything to drink. They have nothing for a bath. They have nothing for the toilet. They can't wash their hands. They're having to carry the water all during the day when the children didn't, don't get to go to school because they don't have the water. Without life in the water and water for life, there is no earth for generations to have an eternity. We need to take that serious. Also today, before I introduce my new my guest, we had our 12th State a Child's Life Foundation to recognize melanoma event at our place here for the 12th year. I want to thank everyone for taking serious melanoma in children and the future of it not being detected. Dr. Richard Rasmussen, a dermatologist, spoke to us and told us that really a melanoma can begin undetected In the skin in childhood and you would grow with it and then all of a sudden it can become detectable in time as an adult but if it's not detected in time you could pass away you would die he mentioned that that week he was checking people for uh, moles and everything with their different patients one patient came too late you can get melanoma the eye and that comes in time Out of every 20,000 babies, one baby is born with a tumor in the eye, and some of those babies are dying. And some are growing up as adults with melanoma in the eye and got it too late. So remember, dehydration is so important to be understood. Drink a lot of water. Make sure you're hydrating. Today we have Dr. Dennis Buckley, who's a chiropractor, discussing Stand taller through hydration and posture. We're going to learn a lot about that. I'm excited about that. Then our second visitor is a frequent guest that I really is one of my favorites, Art Bernstein, and he's a naturalist and a forester. He's written several books on hiking trails and backcountry exploration, natural histories. Discussing this today, he's going to discuss the Central Idaho's fabled River of No Return, otherwise known as the salmon river which is very famous for rafting too and fishing i want you to know that our sponsor nature's tears eye mist is the technology breakthrough of moisturizing the eye to give you that supplement that the air isn't giving you that causes the dry eye and the burning and the, and the itching and the allergies and the, and the headaches and the drowsiness and the perspiration of the eye and i could go on and on We're going to listen to our sponsor about dry eye, and we'll be right back with Dr. Dennis Buckley.
1: Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry nature's tears eye mist naturally supplements the tear film with the biologic aqua absolute premium standard grade of pure all-natural water nature's tears eye mist just a mist all-natural safe convenient no preservatives nature's tears eye mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you you're listening to world talk radio where the world comes to talk
0: You're listening to The Power of Water, Global Warming, and Your Health, and today we're going to be discussing with our very special guest, one of my favorite guests, Dr. Dennis Buckley. Are you with us, Dr. Buckley? I'm here, Sharon. Thank you for joining us again. I know how busy you are.
2: My pleasure.
0: Tell our uh, listeners a little bit about your past and why you became a chiropractor.
2: I became a chiropractor because I experienced firsthand the uh, healing benefits and the uh, educational uh component of a wellness and a healthy lifestyle hurt my i worked eighteen years in retail uh, in a grocery store hurt my back uh, unexplainably and unexpectedly uh, and I was taken to a chiropractor when you 're in pain you 'll go almost anywhere at that point i didn 't know anything about it and uh i when one day I was given a, a history of my spine and uh the way I was going was not a very good direction so you know out, out of that uh Con, uh, tragedy arose a uh, an interest in health, and I started participating in in, 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 in in better health practices, and actually led to a career change. And uh, so now it's been uh, see nearly almost twenty years later, and I've been practicing for the last sixteen years as a chiropractor. Uh, and uh, not only has it helped my my life, but it's also helped my career and uh, my my mission and passion to help people. Uh, let them know that they have an incredible power within them to heal themselves and um, they hold the key.
0: Now you are the one of the past presidents of the chiropractic association in California.
2: That's right. I was past I was uh, California Chiropractic Association president 1995 I was yeah. nineteen uh 2005 2006.
0: And now you're a member of the executive board uh Pasadena Chamber of Commerce and you're uh involved with uh, a university teaching school there too?
2: Yes, uh, Los Angeles College of Chiropractic, Southern California University of Health Sciences. Mm -hmm. I'm on the pre and post and clinical faculty. I uh, have a private practice, but I I teach interns how to practice, and I also teach uh, first-term students about communication and uh, patient uh, Mm -hmm. interviewing techniques and terminology.
0: Okay. Now, today you wanted to talk about one of my favorite subjects, is hydration and posture. Uh, before we begin, let's talk about the, st- the body's structure and how vital it is for your uh, body to have, let's call, standing taller. In other words, you've got to learn to stand up straight, sit up straight, think positive with it. Tell us about how important the bones and the structure of the body is that our skin is covering.
2: Well. The uh, framework of the body is composed of the skeletal system. You have your spine, which is composed of other vertebrae. And then you have the uh, framework of your lower extremities and upper extremities. You also have your skull uh, that sits on top of the spine that protects the brain. And uh, it is designed in a way that allows it to be uh, flexible, Uh, It can be a shock absorber, and it allows you to express yourself and experience life uh, with the greatest motion and also with the greatest uh, stability. Uh, Over time, due to uh, changes that we uh, mostly self-administer, like too much sitting, becoming overweight, uh, we can actually uh, affect our posture or affect that spine and the normal biomechanical alignment and we can create extra stress on it causing it to wear out faster
0: now doctor i want to ask you i'm going to hit the brain first now when we have a brain a skull and the brain is affected by eyes because it's connected to the eyes now in your skull what is the influence between the skull all the way down to your feet the brain Well, That whole, let's say, organism functioning with just what you said, with flexibility and strength.
2: Well, first thing you have to understand is that the skull and the vertebral column encase the brain and spinal cord. They're the only organs in the body. Yeah, that are encased in bone. So they're kind of important.
0: There we go. Very important.
2: Very important. And the nervous system controls and coordinates all the uh, effects and apex of the body. Now, the nervous how system you with the
0: brain. Your okay. world
2: and how you respond to it.
0: And nervous system would be flexibility.
2: Flexibility, mm-hmm. exactly. uh, strength, range of motion, uh, okay, stability, endurance. Skill. And that comes from the muscles the ligaments and physical training. And also the fact of the matter is that your... Um, Spinal cord, since it, uh, it does rest in the vertebral column, the vertebral column can affect the connection between the spinal cord and the external part of the body through the spinal nerves, uh, much like a... Um, uh, a house has a uh, circuit breaker,
0: uh-huh.
2: and the circuit breaker sends the wires to all the different parts of the house, and uh, if any part of that circuit breaker becomes overloaded, it shuts down to protect the whole system. Okay. Some things happen in your body with, like, over too much stress, too many okay. poisons, t- toxicity, or deficiency, which is, uh, I think, what you would like to talk about, some deficiencies, like deficiency of water. Your yeah. brain floats in an uh, aqueous solution. And that's, that's its first line of protection for nourishment and exchange of information. And when you're dehydrated, you have less uh, fluid in your body, and that can actually affect your brain. It can affect function of the nerves. It can affect your balance, your vision, your hearing, and your overall health.
0: You know something that I found 30 years ago when I started studying the word dehydration, hydration, water loss of the body, and the molecular ability for the organism to function and breathe and uh, live? is what's happened here is every single symptom, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this, every single symptom is really a dehydration symptom of of originality. Uh, um, That those 60 trillion molecules that are in our body by the uh, enormous amount, if you're not, once you leave that mother's womb and you're no longer in that bag of water, you then begin to live without the organism of that influence of the water. What do we do with individuals who don't take that serious? I've had people tell me, oh, my goodness, I have no idea. You mean to tell me that my symptom of whatever it may be is because of moisture loss, water loss, dehydration? Why wasn't I told that younger we forgot those words, we forgot the descriptions, we've got the vocabulary, we forgot the education. Now, with the body and the bones, which a chiropractor is so important with the educating of all that, is when you're born, you enter the air, you begin to live with all the the directions you're talking, and you have this skeleton structure. Now, we're going to discuss today, you've educated us about the skull, the brain, the uh, spinal cord, the flexibility of how important this all is, the hydration, but how important are the feet to the structure of the skeleton before we start into hydration of the and posture? How important are, is this coming from the skull, all the brain, all the way down to the feet? How important are the bones and the feet?
2: Very important. In fact, the foot's a biomechanical marvel. Uh, one thing that's usually our connection to the ground or our Uh, or the effects of gravity, and what happens is in your feet you have a high-density preponderance of specialized nerve fibers called proprioceptors, which tell your body where you are in space. And in your feet, your body, you're obviously experiencing balance, walking, uh, running, standing, moving, and that basically is sending signals on a constant uh, basis. Your brain is bombarded with billions of bits of information every second, but a lot of it is uh, processed automatically. Now, when you say
0: billions, that's the nerve endings yes, at the yes, bottom of it. So what happens foot. is
2: that your feet is basically telling your body, uh, your brain, where you are in space okay. and your balance. That's why uh, when people like take too much alcohol, it affects the balance part of your brain, and and in your, you, you, there's a short circuit between the response and the stimulus. Uh-huh. Feet are very, very, very important as far as being endings? able to give your body a sense of awareness of where it's at, balance, so you don't fall down.
0: Now, the nerve endings at the bottom of the feet, uh, I forget how many there are, but it affects it from the bottom of the feet, and, of course, this, I'm talking skeleton to the bottom of the feet, has an enormous amount of influence on the whole chemistry, the organism of the body.
2: That's true. In fact, you can tell, you know there's a lot more nerves in your feet and hands because if you've ever stubbed your toe or smashed your finger, Mm -hmm. the pain level is magnified greater than other parts of the body.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going to get into... Uh, how important it is for hydration because everything has to have a lubrication for flexibility and to be able to be strong. Um, water is the life of all all of this. Uh, what if a person isn't drinking but maybe four glasses of water a day? What influence on this is, is this going to happen to their organism and that structure of the body?
2: Well, you know, the body uh, in a healthy body is about 65% water most people run probably about 15% or less uh, below that, about 50%, and water is the uh, solution in which all the chemical reactions take place in the body. Your immune system functions, your detoxification, your digestion, your elimination all take place with water. One of the main problems we see with uh, dehydration is it does affect organ function, so you're not as efficient. It also affects the muscles. They become uh, tight and, uh, uh, and, and painful because of lack of uh, water in there. They can't we get rid of their waste products and also the water affects the um, discs in between the uh, vertebrae which are your shock absorbers which can have a huge effect on nerve function but also on posture and and also on your flexibility and uh, we have
0: a lot of people who might say well i have a lot of water because i swell in my ankles or i swell around my stomach and i swell in my wrist what is that symptom
2: Well, that's usually a symptom of stagnation. There's not a good elimination process going on. That can be caused secondarily by, uh, for example, uh, pooling of fluids in the extremities means that the uh, fluids, the return of blood back to your heart, is not working quite well. It also could be a sign of local inflammation, but one of the signs that we look for with uh, congestive heart failure is the swelling of the ankles, where Mm -hmm. basically the heart's not able to receive back the fluid and transfer the blood... Through the lungs to uh, take out the carbon dioxide and replace it with oxygen and send it back out so the body can uh, power itself up. So, uh, this
0: is a real serious symptom.
2: Very serious symptom. And so, accumulation of water uh, or swelling around extremities or ankles is indicative of a much more serious problem. Now, I wanted to ask you
0: now one other thing I might ask is is that also a symptom? In my research, I proved that it was that it's also a symptom you're not getting enough water and the body's starting to back up in these different areas where it's so dehydrated to hold on to whatever it can because you're not drinking enough water.
2: Yeah, that could be also a thing. same thing happens, too, when, you, when people think, well, I need to lose weight, I need to quit eating. And what happens is when you actually reduce your calorie intake at first, your body goes into a storage capacity so it stores everything as fat instead of burning it up because yeah doesn't know where, when it's going to get its next meal. So the same thing applies, too. When you're actually dehydrated, your body holds on to water uh, and uh, deposits it in the extremities and other areas uh, when actually it's a uh, – uh, it's actually a dehydration process, and it, but a lot
0: moisture loss. Dehydration is moisture loss of water. It's like, a, it's like the, your dam is is out of control. You right. don't have enough water you're retaining, and your life cycle is slowing down and maybe shortening because you're not taking it serious.
2: That's right. Exactly. So you know.
0: I want to be a little blunt about this. This is important. A lot of those these bones are very important. Yeah, and they yeah, have to
2: be blunt very because important because to life. Need to know. And I was talking about this this morning with some patients. Usually, when patients uh, or people, patients, people, whenever they get to a point where they're in crisis, that's very motivational for them to make some changes. However, like you said, why weren't we taught all this earlier? Well, guess what? You know, we are also socialized through the media about what's. Really important for health. You know, make sure you drink light beer. Make sure you uh, drink diet sodas. Make sure you do this. And, and but now we're getting a lot more about water. Uh, but you know, also you know, they're talking about the design of waters. You know, we're talking about pure water. We just need we're more water. About no,
0: food. no added anything to the water. Just drinking plain water. Water.
2: Exactly. That's a great place to start.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, when we're talking about around the abdomen and the posture of the body, if the abdomen starts swelling and getting heavier and they're thinking, well, I'm just eating too much, it could be they're not drinking enough water. Am I wrong?
2: Uh, That could be a possible, because also that low water could also result in also... uh Other poor health activities, which you could actually end up having a fat deposition around the abdomen, and men mostly around the hips and waist, and women mostly. And that's going to put a lot of stress on your spine. Yeah, what I'm leading to, Dr. Buckley, is
0: that begins the bad posture. Excuse me? That can start bad posture.
2: Oh, yeah, it could be be a. Because you're carrying all that with you. And the compensation systems of your body can actually cause it to wear out faster with degeneration. And also, one of the things that most people notice when they have poor posture as they start the aging process is they lose height.
0: Yeah. Now, is that, I'm going to ask that one. Does a person have to lose their height if they drink enough water and they get moderate exercise and they're eating their greens and they've got a good attitude? Do they still get shorter?
2: Uh, Well, actually, they'll probably get a little shorter over time because there is a natural degenerative process of the disc, the disc in between the bones. But, you know, something that's pretty negligible, it's probably less than a half an inch to an inch over a lifetime. (laughs) depends on a lot of factors.
0: Have you you noticed that some people who brag about not drinking a lot of water are the ones that get shorter and they're uh, aging?
2: Well, nobody really brags about drinking water, but they do feel the, I do see the effects of it, and they, when I, they tell me they're 5'8", we measure them, and they're 5'6". And well, they're I'll like,
0: tell you, doctor, I've had people tell me, oh, well, I don't like water, I live with it this long. Yeah, well, you I know, I, I mean, too, but... to me, and they talk like they're bragging, oh, heck, why do I, you know, and it's kind of, they think it's funny. And I, hate the, you're right about the word "bag." Oh, they're they're emphasizing the fact day, they've lived, they've lived wa- They're water, still not dead.
2: 104 ounces a day because I have 12 um, iced teas every day. And I said, "Really?" Well, I go, "Do you know in iced tea there's caffeine, and caffeine's a diuretic." Exactly. Diuretic causes your body to lose water. And I go, so all that water you're pouring through you just goes through you. And her eyes just lit up. And she goes, well, how come I have to go to the bathroom all the time? I said, yeah, you're drinking this water in the iced tea. The iced tea is it's causing dehydration. You water, so you're not getting the benefits.
0: We're going to take a moment with our sponsor. And uh, thinking about our sponsor today, uh, you know, the Beijing um, Olympics are starting this Friday. And everybody's saying, oh, my gosh, the pollution in the air, the allergies, the respiratory, the eyes are infected. My goodness, we know that NitraSears I missed will, uh, be exciting for everyone to know that take it to the Olympics with you. Use it at the Olympics because it does work. We've had doctors in China saying it gets rid of infections. So we're going li- to, when we come back, doctor, I'm going to ask you about that tea in a minute because there's been a lot of emphasis on green tea and people are really drinking it. We're going to listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with that subject
1: you're listening to world talk radio studio a discover the secret of nature's tears i missed an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops
0: Ask you, you know, we really, uh, this dehydration is so serious to me. And we just had over the weekend, uh, my 12th, I'm the founder of Save a Child's Life Foundation, to recognize melanoma in time, hopefully with children, and getting children better educated and their families. Um, and it was an enormous success. And we were talking about dryness, how dry everyone is. And the doctor who spoke, Dr. Richard Rasmussen, a dermatologist, said, before we all began the, the event of the auction and all, he was saying how people don't realize how dry it is. And people, and of course we didn't talk about drinking water. I did on my part. But, you know, we're so dry, and the global warming and the climate change is serious. But indoors with insulated windows and walls, to me, is the worst thing that ever happened in our lives because there's no moisture to breathe. Uh, People say, well, what about a humidifier? Well, open the windows if you're going to use one or put bowls of water around the house because the air will pick it up. We're talking about dehydration and hydration. And people, doctor, there's this thing about, well, drink the sports drinks. Drink Gatorade. Uh, Drink, uh, I'm not going to get into the sodas and all that diet stuff. And then drink green tea. You were talking about tea. I, people think if you 're drinking green tea that 's going to be hydration, and that 's a detoxifier. What would you say to a person who 's not drinking but maybe two glasses, three glasses of water a day but they're maybe drinking six cups of green tea thinking that 's working
2: well i 'd say they need to get their uh, proportion of intake of fluids in a line, maybe uh, having more like eight to ten of a glass of water and Green tea does have some benefits through it, its nature, but if it, if it, but' anything in moderation, no. Uh, you need to have a lot more pure water. You need to have less of the stimulants and the toxins mm-hmm. and also put it together with a, great, uh, with a good, uh, sensible diet and exercise. It's about achieving balance. Everybody seems to have, like, what's the one thing? Well, it's, it's rarely one thing. It's usually a bunch of little things all put together in balance in the right proportion that make the biggest difference.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, posture, now we've discussed our skeleton, our bones, uh, we discussed hydration that must be vital for strengthening those bones. If you should fall in our aging, we fall. And what takes us sometimes towards our final years is breaking a hip. Um, it's turned out if you break a hip or you break, broke your wrist, you broke your shoulder, you become more brittle. Obviously, that, uh, now if a person drinks more water, that might help. But your posture Tell us about the posture, how vital that is for everyone. Let's say your parents didn't teach you anything about the posture of your body. What does that definition of posture mean with everything we've been learning today?
2: Posture, I just wrote an article. It's called Posture, Your Back's Best Friend. And uh, part of it is, is the posture is the position of your body and how you conduct your life. That would be how you uh, walk. That would be how you sit, how you sleep, how you lift, how you bend. And there's an uh, advantageous way and a disadvantageous way, and most of it has to do with our habits. You know, if you're deconditioned, if you're not exercising, if you've gained weight, you'll assume a certain posture that may be an adaptation, but it may not be the best for your body. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, your emotional state can also be reflected in your posture. If you think about it, when you're happy, when you're confident, when you're feeling great, how do you move? There's a spring in your step. You hold your head up high. Well,
0: we, stand higher. You we, we stand higher. We we stand
2: tall. But so when you're depressed, how do you? that? You slouch. You move slowly. Your you shoulders lean forward. roll
0: down. Your shoulders roll down. Nice. The stomach uh, lays in.
2: So like. one thing you can do is a lot of times if you think about your uh, your posture can reflect your emotions. Well, guess yeah. what? Your posture, your but your emotions can affect your posture, but guess what? Your posture all can affect your emotions. Oh, yeah. Hey, when you got those days when you have a yeah. down day, sometimes you can sit there and throw your shoulders back, hold your head up high, start moving like you feel good, and guess what? It can actually help you feel better, but also you now, take a lot of stress off your let's spine. Let's add
0: one more thing to this. We've, you've been teaching us about how important the hydration is. It's vital. It's life and death. And aging well. Uh, strength. Uh, maybe a positive more positive attitude cuz you're getting circulation and hydro- and you're getting oxygen more now we learned about how important our posture is for standing straight sitting straight walking well thinking about not letting their shoulders roll you know you can talk about running for miss america and miss usa but have you ever noticed how they teach them how to walk tall straight shoulders just right right
2: exactly
0: uh huh what about breathing well, the breathing to go with this.
2: Well, breathing, most people are breathing in a stressful uh, method. They're being in their mouth breathers, short, shallow breaths, because yeah. a lot of times they don't have the strength to actually do that deep breath through their nose into the deep parts of their lungs. And what's interesting is that if you think about it, if you're really stressed, You'll breathe in a certain way. When you're relaxed, you'll breathe in a second way. Yeah. The same thing could happen is to basically affect your posture, to affect your body's health. Deep breaths through your nose, deep into your lungs, to basically. Let
0: it out through the mouth.
2: Will make a huge difference and actually make you more relaxed, make you more focused, and create a synergy in your body.
0: Now, uh, it's kind of like the breathing exercises they teach a woman when she wants to have a natural childbirth. Exactly. Breathe in through the nose, hold, and let it go through the mouth, I breathe in, breathe, I let it go through the mouth, let it hold. And, you know, I, I often, when I learned that years ago, um, it saved me from many things. Um, it saved me from some very serious times that I was having some real exhaustion, stress exhaustion, right. and I would just do it maybe four to six times. I could do it when nobody would even noticing it. If I was walking through a store and all of a sudden I found myself a little dizzy, um, I could start my breathing. Nobody would even notice it. Um, the other thing is if you're in pain with something, in pain, actually pain, breathe in through the nose, hold it, and let it go. You'd be shocked how you will not feel the pain, and all of a sudden the circulation and the oxygen begins to move. Exactly. That's got to work for posture because if you're, if you're hydrated and you're doing everything that you want to be healthy, your oxygen is there, your circulation, your stimulation, your elimination, which is detoxification called uh moving uh, the bad stuff out of your body and then and more moves through the skin than through the they go to the bathroom. Uh, but your posture then becomes stronger because you're walking straighter, you're feeling better, you've got all those things going right. but if you don't breathe right, that could all of a sudden be one of the problems if you haven't been breathing right. It could be the symptom of the final finale that you're not, that if, you, if you don't breathe right, you're, everything else is going to go w- uh, into the wrong directions. I believe that strongly, doctor. Um, breathing, if you can't sleep, wake up. If you're awake, breathe in through the nose, out l- l- through the mouth. How important? Have you ever noticed how the, our ocean is coming into the shore? Yes. And the ocean is, is based on the whole universe system. Exactly. The ocean comes in and the ocean goes out. Okay? So when the ocean goes in, that means the, oh, you're holding your breath. The earth is doing something with the universe. Then, then the ocean goes back out and the ocean's doing what we're doing with our breathing in and our breathing out. The ocean is working with the universe. We are with the universe. We're like one of our doctors said, we're a walking orbit.
2: We are. We're a microcosm of the macrocosm. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay, tell us some more now that you would like us to learn today.
2: Well, there's a four, uh, very simply, there's four essential things to life. One is oxygen. Without it, you have suffocation. And we just talked about that, that proper breathing. You also have to have yeah. proper uh, uh, hydration mm-hmm. because without the water that your body uses to function, you have dehydration. Mm-hmm. Without food, you have starvation. And, uh, you know, also the a lot of people are eating a lot of food, but they're still starving because of the poor amount of food. And the last one is you need good nerve impulses, connection between your brain and body, and without that you have a condition called subluxation. So what happens is those four essentials, if you can address those four essentials uh, in your life, you'll have the best chance of living a very healthy life and a balanced life, because those things seem to synergize. And also, good habits breed other good habits. Meanwhile, other bad habits uh, breed other bad habits. So Mm -hmm. you hold the choice. You know, genetics do influence, environment influences, but for most of us, we hold the final card, we hold the final vote.
0: Well, that's where this show comes in that I'm excited about, that people who have been listening have said, too. We're reminding them of things that they know. Sometimes we hear it all, but we forget and it's constantly reminding us some of our habits that we want to gain uh, and, and not let go, on living longer, feeling better. How much money do you think people spend a day, doctor, to want to feel good? I want to feel better. I don't feel good about that, so I'm going to go on a shopping spree. I don't feel good about that, so I'm going to go take a nap. How much money and time do we spend trying to feel good when what we're saying here today it's not too complex. It's called good disciplined habit of learning a little bit of, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of good water drinking, plenty of water drinking. That's hydration because we're dehydrating. Good posture, good attitude, breathing in and out. Just those simple things. Oh, nutrition. Get your green dark vegetables. Watch what you're eating. Remember what you ate the day before. If you're the following day, well, I ate this today, maybe I better be careful tomorrow, or I didn't eat enough of this today, so I need to eat a little bit more of that nutrition tomorrow. It's kind of like misting our eyes. When the eyelid is open, that's the only organ of the eye that is exposed to the air with no skin covering it. We need to moisturize nature's ears. eye mist to the eye once or twice a day because the air is so dry and the eyes are such a re- symptom to the rest of the body connected to the brain. Um, on the, nutrition one time, you were telling us some of the things you were learning about what you were recommending on a good body, bones, and structure, and posture, and hold the moisture levels. What are some of the foods that you recommend to your patients?
2: Well, basically, it's uh, to. It's basically I recommend to a lot of them eliminate a lot of the foods they're eating. What eliminating the food are the fast foods, uh, the uh, ex- excess red meat, uh, the processed food, soda, uh, you know, sugar. I think we've talked about this before, about the uh, soda problem and how it basically oh, affects sugar it problem. everybody, but eliminating photos. So basically it's focusing on fruits and vegetables, lean meats, and eat a balance uh, of those things, eat smaller meals on a regular basis, and... Um, and enjoy your food. You have, Sometimes you have to take the time to actually sit down and enjoy the food. It does affect the digestive process as opposed to trying to drive your car, speak on the cell phone, and eat a monster taco at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. We just had our uh, 12th Save a Child's Life Foundation to recognize melanoma here at our place, and uh, the community gets behind it, the Oregon Shakespearean Theaters and the music theaters and uh, the, uh, I could go on and on and on, the people behind us that are just absolutely outrageous uh, and through the years, Oregon Health Sciences and doctors, and we put on an auction to raise money for children at Becker's and, and Oregon Health Sciences and the, uh, the uh, Children's Shriners Hospital for many years, and our local, the YMCA, is so active in the Shriners. But I'll tell you the menu, and I know your mouth will water, because I am into health as much as humanly possible, I'm not an extremist, but I try, but our snack table is veggies and all the goodies and, and things that are healthy, like the cereal, the cereal scrabbles. In other words, we have nuts in there and the cereals and all these things and rices, different things to give them a, a munchie and, and, uh, the, the, fresh salsa made from the garden and, and all these things on there and lots of water to drink and all these things. And that our main menu, doctor, is, uh, barbecued salmon with a famous river guide sauce. We have on the table for the menu forever, the famous river guide menu that they used to open their ice chest down on the rivers with their guests, um, fresh green beans steamed with herbs, corn on the cob shucked off the cob with fresh herbs. Uh, we have the squashes medleyed into fresh or and steamed. We have the old world grandma cucumber, onion, da-da, salad, da-da the fresh garden, all fresh garden tomatoes, uh, fresh homemade bread, and then we have homemade cobbler and homemade ice cream for dessert. We try to have everything as fresh as we can. And don't you think that's what's a problem maybe through the years We're not getting it fresh. uh, We need it fresher.
2: Exactly. You know, that sounds like my menu last night. (laughs) We had it (laughs) home too. We cooked up salmon and asparagus Uh and salad, and uh, and also we actually we did. We had a little ice cream afterwards, and boy, was that good.
0: You know, Walmart has said, and I hope they. I hear they're doing it. uh, That they're wanting to start looking at garden agricultural businesses closer to Walmart stores, so their foods do not have to go so far to get to the store.
2: Yeah, freshness is a huge issue. And you know, hey, if you've ever eaten a a homegrown tomato out of your backyard and went from the store, I I don't need to say any more. Fresh
0: fruit and fresh green beans and fresh every you know, and you get a lettuce out of the garden, it lasts longer to be served because it's fresh.
2: Many nutritionalists also expose the eating of raw vegetables because it's already got the enzymes there that help you digest it better and assimilate it, whereas when you cook it, you lose a lot of those.
0: Exactly, um, because it came, and it came from so far to get there.
2: Exactly, plus they also use chemicals sometimes to preserve it, uh, to make it last longer, yeah, which can also be because they're afraid it might go
0: bad on the way, because it came so far. <laughs> we're going to start getting, we're going to start saying, on the top of it, how far did it take to get here?
2: <laughs> One of the interesting things is that in this country, you uh, Food that is really healthy for you, very good for you, is very expensive and hard to get. Stuff that is not good for you, not very healthy, is very easy to get.
0: Yeah, and I think it's time that in the old days, we didn't pile the plate up. Just make sure you get your yummy re- nutrients, nutrients, and don't worry about if you pay a little more, just eat a little less.
2: Yeah, portions are interesting. Back in the 50s, the average plate size was nine inches across. Now, if you go to some of the restaurants, they give you a platter full of food.
0: Yeah. It's huge. Yes. So,
2: huge. Uh, Most people will eat what's put in front of them. So put less in front of them. And they be think, better. well, I
0: better eat it all because I'm paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, just because they pile it high doesn't mean you have to eat it all. That's right. Well, thank you again.
2: My pleasure. So I appreciate your time you.
0: and uh, all of that dedication and mission you have. And uh, we've enjoyed having, we had a chiropractor on here recently, Dr. Lee Cowan. And it was a very good show. I hope you listen to that on Wavelength. And uh, the, the um, uh, you're going to have to correct me, but it's the heat lamps, and the, and you probably have been doing it down there, too.
2: Is that, was you talking about the uh, uh, infrared therapy and yes, cold yes. laser?
0: Yes, the laser therapies. That was very, very good.
2: And we've been doing that for three years yeah. uh, and had great results from that. Yeah, that, that was, it was a good
0: wonderful. show, uh, Doctor. You should listen to it. He was very good. He was last with your shows learning, and he, and he was a chiropractor teaching us that. Uh, It's been very fascinating for people to learn more about chiropractors and the mission statement here. Well, you have a nice day. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. You uh, We'll talk to you hopefully again soon.
2: My pleasure. Anytime.
0: Bye. What education you got in such a short amount of time. And I think it's very proactive. You need to learn more. And always remind yourself of what you're learning and put little tabs in your little notebook of what you want to log about what you think you need to do, what's good for you. That gives you a personal choice. Did you know you have a choice of freedom here to make decisions on what's best for you, on what you're putting in your mouth, what you're drinking your water? Please think about it. Your attitude will go right with it. And remember, hydration, posture, and attitude goes along with good breathing. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and we're going to talk to Art Bernstein about the River of No Return. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back.
1: You're listening to World Talk Radio, Studio A. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. If
0: you want to listen to the show again and choose other shows, the Sharon Klein Hour, The Power of Water, Global Warming, Your Health. Go to com. Click on, on the phone. Radio Show. Then choose one of the following links that you'd like to listen to with one of the okay, guests we've had on in the past. Today we have Doc, uh, Art Bernstein with us. He's going to be discussing the River of No Return. Art, are you with us?
3: I am indeed. We were listening Good to you
0: talk. What were you saying? What? you were saying something about something
3: oh no i was telling my uh... office partner to shut up
0: oh. <laughs> well the show just got its <laughs> first blunt uh... reaction to back and behind you as uh, the scenes <laughs> now he's
3: laughing okay now
0: we're all laughing at you with us together yep. okay well let's talk about what you want to discuss today is river of no return and that is where?
3: Uh, Central Idaho, wilderness area. Uh-huh. It's one of those beautiful places in the United States. and
0: Why did they call it the River of No Return?
3: Uh, I don't know, because you can't return once you go down it, because it, it, it runs real fast.
0: Okay, so once and, you start out where you started, you've got to go down to the uh, end, and there's no way you can navigate back.
3: Right. On a map, it's called the Salmon River, and it's... Uh, runs for four hundred and fifty miles all over central idaho
0: so is it only in idaho or does it go into some other states
3: uh, it's entirely in idaho and it's the longest uh, completely undammed free-flowing river in the united states
0: now is this the river that turns kind of red looking during mm-hmm. uh, uh, the year because it gets such it's moving so quickly and it has a it isn't quite as clear or is that, am I thinking about another river?
3: I never heard that mm-hmm. uh, could okay. be I don't know.
0: yeah, some of it I've been told is I'm probably thinking of another river, but I, yeah. I I know they have a lot of rafters that go down the salmon river.
3: They do well, the middle fork of the salmon uh, part of the lower salmon and all of them and most of the middle fork runs through what's called the Frank Church River of No Return Wilderness Area, which mm-hmm. is two and a half million acres and is the largest uh, wilderness area in the United States outside of Alaska. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, they have a lot of lodges on it, or is it strictly because I know a lot of rafters that love to go down the Salmon River and uh, people in boats. I don't think
3: they have any lodges on it. The Middle Fork starts outside the wilderness area Mm -hmm. uh, near Stanley, Idaho, and then it's it's 98 miles to the confluence with the Main Fork, and there's another little town there It's near Salmon, Idaho. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh it's also outside the wilderness,
0: so that's why they call it the salmon river
3: 90, yeah ninety eight miles that are in, of the middle fork that are inside the wilderness um contain three hundred rapids from class one to class six Class six is a rapid so bad you don't wanna mess with it
2: mm-hmm.
3: class one class two is uh weighs three feet or higher mm-hmm. so
0: wow, yeah. Uh, now, uh, is this the main river in Idaho, or does it? Idaho has have, have several other rivers.
3: Well, the Snake,
0: the Snake River.
3: Uh, the okay, Snake River Plain, Rackett Rackett which river. is where Idaho, where uh, Twin Falls and uh, Now, how does
0: uh, for Idaho to have that much water a tri- a t- drainage? A, rivers are called drainages. Uh, where does the water originate from? Uh,
3: most of them originate in the Bitterroot Mountains. Uh, the the Bitterroot Snake actually originates in the Grand Tetons. Okay. Okay, uh, and is that influenced with snow? The The Salmon River, the Bitterroot Mountains are like uh, two, a huge, 200-mile-long mountain range. It okay. gets up to like 12,000 feet. You can uh-huh. see them from Salmon, Idaho, and you've got to cross over them to get into Montana.
0: It's now, I just asked you, are they influenced with a lot of snow in the winter?
3: Yeah, tons. Tons. But the interesting thing about Idaho is you don't get into forest until you're like 6,000 feet.
0: Hmm.
3: So there's like forest from like six thousand feet to eight thousand feet, and then
0: so the the the, dirt, the soil over there is red.
3: E, some of it. Yeah. yeah. Where we are, there's forest all the way down to sea level. But in uh, mm-hmm. in that area below about six thousand feet, it's all grassland.
0: Now you've done a lot of uh, hiking and exploration, and all you've have you ever been there yourself?
3: Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've seen the headwaters of the salmon and followed it down to Salmon, Idaho, and then I've seen the lower salmon uh, around uh, Riggins and, uh, and Whitebird.
0: Now, where does it go, though? It's got to go someplace other than just Idaho. It can't just drop off. It
3: makes a big circle. It oh, starts it out near circle. Sun Valley. It what? It starts out near Sun Valley, and you drive up over this 9,000-foot mountain pass, and on the left is a mountain range called the Sawtooth Mountains, which may be the most beautiful mountains in the United States. It's called the what? The Sawtooth Mountains.
0: How do you spell that?
3: S-A-W-T-O-O-T-H.
0: Sawtooth Mountain. Now, you just said something that was fascinating. I said, it originates from where? Okay. It originates from the mountain ranges, but it's got to go to where? Yeah. And it, it originates. it goes in a circle?
3: It originates in the Sawtooth Mountains. Mm -hmm. which is uh, like 30, 40 miles north of Sun Valley, Idaho. Uh Um, It flows north, and then it cuts east for 100 miles, and then it cuts north for about 150 miles, and then it cuts west, and then it cuts south, and then it cuts north again. And then it it runs into the uh, Snake River just below Hell's Canyon.
0: Okay, there we go. So it's a, a tributary to the Snake River. Yes. Okay, now the Snake River, let's put, do a little bit on it too. So you've got the Snake, where does the uh, Snake River originate at?
3: The Snake River originates in the Grand Tetons, south of Yellowstone.
0: Okay, and then where does it go? Where it goes is it?
3: all the way across Idaho. Uh, the Snake River Plain, most of southern Idaho, is flat and mm-hmm. uh, has a Snake River running through it. And then Hell's Canyon. Is half in Idaho and half in Oregon. And that's the deepest canyon so in the So Where does United the Snake States.
0: River go- flow to? Where does it drain to? It uh, hits the Columbia at Pasco, Washington. Okay, there we go. And then the Columbia drains to. The Columbia originates up in Canada. So you've got yeah. these the tributaries r- moving into the Columbia River, yeah. which ends up in the Pacific Ocean.
3: Columbia starts in Columbia Lake, British Columbia, and mm-hmm. it flows north for 100 miles, and then does a 180-degree turn.
0: Now, these rivers—I'm going to ask something on the Salmon River. Do they have a lot of flooding? On the Salmon? Uh
3: huh. Oh, I'm sure they do.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then that river is coming wild,
3: free-flowing river. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And then you've got that draining to the the. Um, the um, Snake River.
3: But the thing about the salmon is that the biggest city on the whole river is the town of Salmon, Idaho, which has a population of 3,000.
0: Okay, now you've got it draining to the Snake River, which is obviously the Snake River has got to be a very fast-flowing river, too, because of the drainage of the Salmon River going so fast. But the Snake has some dams on it. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Um, the Salmon River has no dams on it, but also no people on it. So Yeah. You know, it doesn't do much damage. Got a
0: lot of rafting so. and a lot of recreation, all government-controlled, I'm sure you have to admit. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, it's wild and scenic. And yeah,
0: yeah. Now, when these rivers in Idaho, uh, does Idaho have a lot of good, healthy water available to the people who live there?
3: Absolutely, and they export it. Uh, and they have, you know, they have problems with that, so they export it to California. and, uh, and
0: So they're Nevada. also sharing.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. Nevada, you know, you know, like California always wants Oregon's water and Nevada always wants Idaho's water.
0: And Denver so. and, and, and Colorado.
3: Yeah. And Colorado's water, too. Yeah. Everybody wants Colorado's water.
0: I was going to say, everybody wants Colorado's water, but that's the only water Colorado has for Colorado
3: because Colorado doesn't get their water from anywhere else. And Colorado has like 5 million people that need it. Yeah, yeah. But California has 30 million people.
0: Yeah, and California has got to think it out. Yeah. Yeah, because one day in time in the far future, these other states are going to say, I'm sorry, but if you haven't figured it out by now, We've got to we've got to take care of our borders, our people. Yeah, yeah. Because without agriculture being having the water and people existing with the water, agriculture is a big issue. You need to have water for the agriculture. You need water for moisture in the air. If you start depleting your drainage systems and your lakes and your streams uh, and rivers, that all of a sudden you're not going to have healthy environment.
3: Yeah. Well, in California it's like oil. It, they pump water out of the ground which has been sitting there a hundred thousand or a million years
0: mm-hmm.
3: and you know I mean and once they pump it all out it's going to take another hundred thousand or a million years to prime it to, to, to prime and
0: pump and get it back there again.
3: Yeah so yeah. this is not a good way to... People
0: gamble with the, That's why I call this the power of water global warming in your health because without the water there is no life. Right. And with water can save lives and water is life, life on the earth, and earth will be forever,
3: well, Las Vegas and Phoenix, so, you know Phoenix has two million people, and Las Vegas has a half a million people, and they 're in the middle of the desert, yeah, so they either steal or steal off of them
0: well, they made a bargain they purchase
3: water from uh, other states that have water or they pump it out of the ground where it 's been for a million years
0: yeah they bargained to get to uh, share the water, but there 's going to be a time that these biologists are going to say, "Hey, uh, this state has to keep their water for a, a year. This state needs to keep their water for six months you don 't get it for six months right. they might say two months. They might say two years in time. This is generations to come, yeah. maybe sooner than we think, but now, the river of no return and the, the salmon river, so it actually goes almost in a circle and and uh, I know I've heard a lot of recreation on it, and I've heard it's just a constant rapid. Uh, yeah, as it air. is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We and were fresh. driving along that saying, well, would that rapid kill us? You know, I think we could do it, and my wife and I.
0: Yeah. Now, now, uh, before it. we go, uh, obviously the Salmon River is a healthy river. It's not being contaminated. Absolutely. It's gorgeous. Yeah, because, yeah, because it's not, there's not a lot of people living on it. Right. And what about the Snake River? Do they have a lot of people living on it, contaminating it?
3: Uh, snake River is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the biggest city on the Snake, uh, boy, I, uh, Boise isn't on the Snake. Boise is like uh, well, they have a river. miles away from the Snake.
0: What, what, on, what, what river is Boise on? Because Boise's I've been on in Boise. The Boise I... river. Pardon?
3: Boise's on the Boise River, the which Boise flows river. into the Snake. Okay. But it's like twenty, thirty miles from the State mm-hmm. River.
0: That's something we all need to study and be par- proactive on, and not have to have somebody put up a sign and say, M- "Your water is so important to you, each of you." But if the cities or if they cannot expand to the point they're going to contaminate their water,
3: yeah,
0: because they have to think about generations to come, for a lifetime, to have a uh, long term, um, uh, forever-lasting Eternity. The word eternity. Absolutely. And I
3: had a house with a bad well once and boy, that's...
0: Ew. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody ever had a situation where they didn't have enough water, yeah. they know what the future would hold for the generations to come and how... how then they talk about disease It's spreading. Your disease spreads if there's not healthy water. Well, thank you. Is there anything you'd like to say about the Salmon River before we uh, close this classroom of education? No,
3: uh, it's a Beautiful drive uh, through the, the Sawtooth Wilderness area mm-hmm. and the headwaters of the, the Salmon River.
0: So they can go a to lot the like
3: uh, the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: beautiful, beautiful mountains and mm-hmm. pristine rivers and wide green valleys and mm-hmm. great country.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much, and I know everybody else did too.
3: You're very welcome. Thank, thank, you, thank you for, for having me. your passion
0: with it all, too, Art. I've always appreciated it. Okay. Thank you. You have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Well, as I've said, it is so important that you take care of your life, your health, your attitude. Your Learn. Learn. That's your freedom of choice. Because Earth's secret, embrace your life every precious moment. Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day.
1: You're listening to World Talk Radio, Studio A.